everyone, I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, a testimony of your story for His glory. It's a story 80 years in the making. And if not for the courageous, faith-filled love of believing parents, might not have happened at all. When the doctor said, quote, abort, or lose your life, your babies, or both, this mother chose life, and the life of her soon-to-be son. When complications arose from a difficult birth and Satan sought to kill what God ordained to live, it would take miracle after miracle and the miracles that would follow, overcoming obstacle after obstacle, and yet, through it all, as the iconic Andre Crouch song so beautifully <laughs> declares, and you will hear at the end of this broadcast by my next guest, he learned to trust in Jesus, would overcome the impossible to achieve the incredible and be the Boaz for his Ruth in the waiting and gloriously so. Ladies and gentlemen, would you welcome to testimony a wonderful joy and honor indeed, pastor, prophet, singer, songwriter, musician, and yes, Boaz too, his beautiful bride of 45 years, international evangelist, teacher, prophet, pastor, and doctor, Rosemary Erme Barnes, whose powerful story of overcoming testimony also had the privilege of covering and can be heard in its entirety in a testimony combo classic not to be missed. That said, ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome co-founder of River of Life Church in Walker, Michigan, Pastor Robert Barnes. Pastor Barnes, welcome to Testimony. Thank you. Good to be with you. Well, it is great to have you, and full disclosure, I've known you and your beautiful bride, Rosemary, for years. Love you dearly, have been immensely blessed by your authentic five-fold ministry, and now look forward to bringing your story, Pastor Barnes, for the world to hear, and this time, it's your turn, so let's get right to it, starting with that kitchen table in Detroit, uh-huh. and what happened next. Pastor Robert, sir, please tell us your story. Yes, as you previously mentioned, that uh, it was a miracle that I'm even here, or my mother, because talking about 1941, uh, the doctor tried to get my mother to abort me. He said either she would die or I would die if uh, I came forth, you know, if she tried to bring me forth. And so my parents believed in the Bible where it said, call the elders of the church and they'll lay hands on you and you shall recover. So they called one of the old elders of our church there in Detroit, Michigan, uh, Brother Rivers was his name. And he came and prayed for my mother and all. And obviously I'm in her belly, so that works for me too. And, uh, of course, we brought forth. But in coming forth because of a hard labor and whatever my mother went through, 
it caused me to have some brain damage because the blood was not getting through my brain as it should and all. And uh, I have also the results of that would probably be dyslexic. I'm a dyslexic, and uh, I had to deal with that in school all my life, and it uh, really hurt because they didn't know when I was going through school, they didn't know how to deal with that. They didn't, didn't even have a name for it. So I couldn't uh, achieve what I would like to achieve in school, and I loved sports, and I couldn't complete that because uh, you have to keep your grades to a certain level. And uh, I couldn't even read. I had to learn to read by reading the Bible because I could not hear vowels. When you're a dyslexic, it works in different ways where your blockage is. Some people don't know left from right, up and down and whatever. It's a rough thing. But now they can work on it and you can become a doctor. Literally, my uh, friend of mine, principal in the school, was a dyslexic, but he, he got his doctor, even though he used a dyslexic. But it's not easy to deal with, even when you know how to work with it. But uh, probably only have about an eighth grade education when it really amounts to but the Lord has used me in spite of that. And the enemy literally has tried to kill every one of the boys in my family, my two brothers, with drowning. And uh, uh, I was almost drowned one day. I was with a bunch of kids swimming in a swimming hole because we as uh, blacks could not swim in the lakes and things around our area. And uh, so we just had to go wherever we could. I was in the water didn't know how to swim at all. And I went to a drop-off, and some young boy, probably about twice the size, little than me, uh, saw me going down for the third time and jumped in and saved my life. And then my brother, just under me, was at Lake Michigan one day, and uh, it was real high waves. Of course, my brother couldn't swim. He was only about two years old or something like that. And my father... Uh, didn't know how to swim either, but he reached in the wave and he came up with my brother and saved his life. Then I was at a uh, wow. park with my younger brother and uh, he was in a stream sort of like, but there was a little fall so that he was drowning. My brother pointed that out and I grabbed him out. But <laughs> that's three or four different miracles right there in my life. Wow. Then uh, had cancer. Uh, the doctor gave me six months to a year to live because I had lymphoma with all my glands from my waist up, swollen up, and uh, uh, was supposed to die short of a miracle. The church prayed for me, and I've had many blood tests since then, and not one sign of it anymore. Uh, also, we were in a meeting in Texas with about 2,000 people maybe in this auditorium, and one of the prophets, Kim Clement, uh, I was way back in the back of the church, and he had me stand up, and he said, Brother, the bloodline curse is broken, uh, because also my sister died of this same same type of thing, but uh, before he even gave that prophecy, but he said it's broken now in your bloodline, and uh, like I said, I've had probably a test every year with my blood and never uh, any results of it anymore. 
Amen and amen. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Pastor Robert Barnes, co-founder of River of Life Church, Walker, Michigan, with his co-pastor and beautiful bride, Rosemary Erme Barnes, both of them extraordinary overcomers. Uh, Pastor Robert, you've just briefly touched the surface of your testimony, all that you've overcome. Mm -hmm. Tell our listeners how you were able to to do that? The way I learned, like I said, to learn to read is, is uh, by reading the Bible. And the Lord that gradually taught me more and more how to read. And then, like I said, being surrounded with believers and being in the church all my life, that there's power in that. Some people don't like to be close to the congregation, but I believe in that because uh, in unity, there's strength. And the Lord said, where there's unity, he would command a blessing. And so that's very important. Other things that have happened, I went to a class reunion about two years ago now and uh, was able to get my testimony. And how I got there was I went to see an old uh, teacher that was uh, my fifth grade teacher, uh, Mrs. Matthews, and went to see her. And just to say I appreciated her and whatever, but I told her I would love to go to my class reunion, but I couldn't because I didn't graduate. And she said, uh, I'll deal with that. And so we just left. And uh, about, oh, at the most a month later, a class president called and said, uh, you're coming to the class reunion. Let me know when it was and give me all the information. So there... I was able to give my testimony of what I've gone through. And in spite of it, the Lord has used me to minister in France and in Brussels and in Guatemala, Argentina, Mexico, all over the world without a high school education. Yet we were used in word and music, along with my lovely wife uh, on the trumpet and all. Of course, she spoke too at the same time, but the Lord has used me. I wanted to let them know that. And then at the end, I did sing the song that will be sung at the end of this program uh, through it all. And it really, I don't know if there was a dry eye in my class. And after I got done, several parents came up to me and said, uh, thank you for sharing that because we have that, we've had the same problem in our family and uh, didn't know, you know, how to deal with it also and all. And, uh, so it was good to be able to give the testimony. I had a friend there that I played football with in school, and he right now is sad to say has uh, Alzheimer's. He played for Michigan State as a captain, and it broke him too and all to be able to. Uh, I, he was really teary-eyed afterwards. So it was good to be used. I want to encourage people to know that take what you have. My first sermon I ever gave was take what you have and put it in the master fans and allow him to multiply. And that's what he did, you know, with the little boys, few fish and, and bread, and the Lord took it and blessed it and automatically multiplied. Take your life and put it in the hands of the Lord, and he will multiply. Amen and amen. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> again, you're listening to Pastor Robert Barnes, a dear friend and co-founder of River of Life Church, along with co-pastor, international evangelist as well, Dr. Rosemary Barnes, the two of them, a power couple 
in the kingdom. Uh, Pastor Barnes, it's such a privilege to have you on the program today at 80 years young and still going strong. I remember when my husband both uh, had the joy of being in your service almost 20 years ago and the anointing we felt, the open acceptance we felt, and then how you flowed in the spirit, both of you, with your trumpets. Talk about the trumpet story, if you would. Uh, that is funny. Actually, we were married several years before we even found out each one of us played trumpet. We both played in school and uh, high school, first junior band, high school and all. So my uh, Rosemary, Dr. Barnes, went to a uh, ride sale one day and got this trumpet. And she came home with a trumpet, and I said, what you doing with that? You play trumpet? She said, yeah, do you? I said, yeah. <laughs> and so, so I said, she, I, I told her, I said, I want you to play in church. Now, Rose, uh, Rosemary knew how to play by note and all that, but she wasn't that versed at all by playing by ear. And so I told mm -hmm. her, listen, if you're going to play with me, you're going to have to play by ear. <laughs> because I used to play by note, and I forgot, I've been a long time ago, so I forgot that. And so now she comes and flows even by herself, conventions in, in Brussels and wherever, and with me in Paris and wherever we've been in Guatemala, and we just flow together. No, I mean, we don't practice ahead of time. The Lord just helps us to flow with them. And uh, we always submit to the leader, and that makes it easy. So that's how that started. <laughs> <laughs> amen and amen. And that's what I love about your ministry. You truly are an authentic five-fold ministry where you allow the gifts to be in operation in the church, salvation, healing, deliverance, yes. teaching, all of the gifts for your congregation, young and old, it doesn't matter. You have a very welcoming family-style atmosphere. Uh, it doesn't matter what one looks like, their status, their stature, whatever. What's important, what I've been able to view firsthand is that you exude, both of you, his love, his Thank mission, you. his passion, mm -hmm. and you can't fake that. More megachurches today need to incorporate simply the Holy Spirit, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Pastor Barnes, would you talk about the importance of this gift and how, when utilized, can truly set a person free? Yes, ma'am. Matter of fact, since you know the Pentecost Sunday was just a few weeks ago, and I got to thinking, we celebrate those things, but we just skip over them too much, I believe. And so we have, uh, Rosemary and I have been team teaching on the baptism of the Holy Spirit, how to receive it, and why, because there's power afterwards. And, and generally, you won't find people flowing in the gifts of the Spirit without the baptism of the Holy Spirit experience. And so we've been teaching that and the importance of tongues. And we say that it is the language of heaven. And remember Jesus, while he was here, he preached nothing but the kingdom of God. And his disciples came to him and said, I see uh, what's going on and the miracles and all. He said, well, teach us how to pray. And he told them, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So if that's going to happen, you're going to have to bring heaven down. And uh, so that was his desire, 
And this is what we're teaching and sharing with the people. And I've been in, like you said, I'm 80 years old, been in Pentecost all my life. But here recently, I just see the, the resurging of the benefits and the power of the Holy Spirit. And we should come forth as a, as a church. Every church ought to want everything that the Lord has. And what the Lord is really driving home with me also is when he said, if you have the faith of the grain of a mustard seed, which you know from a very short distance, you can't even see it. But he said, if we as believers have that much faith, we'd be able to do great and mighty things. So this is what we're emphasizing right now, to let that river flow out so that others can be blessed. And it reminds me of the Ezekiel River. He said that the people will be able to not just to their ankles, to their knees, to their waist, but he said it's going to be so much water that you can swim in it. And then on either side, there's going to be trees for the healing of the nations, not individuals only, but nations are going to be healed if we come forth as we should as a, as a body of Christ and walk in all that the Lord has given. He said, I've done a work, but he said, you're going to do a greater work. Wow, that's a big responsibility. And that's a great gift he's left us with the Holy Spirit. Amen and amen. Ladies and gentlemen, again, you're listening to Pastor Robert Barnes, co-founder of River of Life, Walker, Michigan, River of Life, G-R-M-I dot O-R-G. Pastor Barnes, there is not enough time to tell all of your story, but the anointing is evident upon your life. I find it really interesting and wonderful at the same time that you were shut out and shunned in school because yeah. of your dyslexia. You were not allowed mm-hmm. to come to the class reunion. God uh, redeemed all of that, and yet you were shut out there. But God, but God sent you and Rosemary to the nations. Talk about mm-hmm. how what man may try to do to limit a one. There are no limits with God. You know what? Through that, I believe the Lord used that to teach me and fill me with love for people because it's never made me, even though I was shut out because I was a a black man, uh, it's never caused me to rise up like they're doing in these days right now and coming against and actually turning into the same thing that they (laughs) was was done. You know, the the blacks, that they don't watch, they rise up and they're going to be doing what was done to them. Exactly. But the Lord has never allowed me. All my pastors have been white. First of all, my first pastor was an Orthodox, former Orthodox Jew out of Indianapolis, Indiana, and basically raised in basically white churches, even though I've known what prejudice is. And Bethel Pentecostal Church here in Grand Rapids and Niles, where I was for 30 years or so. And, uh, a minister in other churches here where white pastors are and all here, a Christian Reformed church and in their choir <laughs> because we meet on Sabbath on Saturday and Wednesday. So we're free on Sunday. And, uh, the Lord has used me to never get bitter. I don't care what you are, or how you are. I feel that we're here to bring peace, love and joy in the Holy ghost. And so I practice that Lord never allowed me. I never have been bitter. I, it hurt. I'm not going to say it didn't hurt to go through those things, but I'm not bitter at all to any teacher, uh, city official, or anything. Because, like I said, we were surrounded by lakes where I lived. 
and here I'm part Indian also. And one of the lakes is even called Indian Lake, <laughs> but I couldn't even go and swim in it uh, back at that time. But still, not get bitter is just something that I was, like I said, raised in the church with white pastors. So that helped me to uh, uh, overcome that situation and never get never get down about it. I'm not bitter at all. Praise God and praise God. And I imagine your parents had a lot to do with instilling the love of Christ exactly. in you at an early age. Talk about that in our remaining time. Yes, my parents would uh, always were faithful in taking us to church. And I can remember uh, many a times my dad would get up at four in the morning, be to work probably at five, and then wouldn't get off till seven o'clock in the evening. But if there was a revival going on in our church, and at that time, when revival started, you didn't know when they were going to end, but we would be there every night. And we had to drive 15 miles to get to church. But my we, my dad, yeah. we'd pick him up from work with a packed lunch or something and head to church. And that's the way they raised me uh, from a child on the bench until uh, they put that example before him. Be faithful, respect your pastor love your brothers and sisters, and uh, that's the way I was raised all my life. Amen and amen. Well, we're almost out of time, Pastor. This has been mm -hmm. rich, and uh, we, we need to have you back on or maybe do a television show where I can speak yes. with both you and Rosemary together. You are a dynamic couple for the kingdom, authentic, real, genuine, the love of Christ emanating from you both so attractive, yes. the humility of the Holy Spirit. And humility is attractive, isn't it, Pastor? Talk about the importance of that. Humble thyself in the sight of the Lord, and He will automatically raise you up. It's, it's a law with the Lord. You go down, you automatically going to go up. Humble thyself, get a heart of, ask the Lord to give you a heart of humility without him having to humble us. <laughs> Fall on the rock before the rock falls on you, as it says. Yeah. And uh, uh, and as far as that, us being on television someday, sister, you have an open door, and you know if you come in this area, we're definitely going to do it. Well, thank you so much. That would be a complete honor. Yeah. And thank you uh, for being with us yeah. today on testimony. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to beloved pastor, singer, worship leader, gifted musician, and prophet Robert Barnes, co-founder of River of Life Church, Walker, Michigan, along with beautiful bride, co-pastor, and international evangelist, Dr. Rosemary Barnes. You can learn more about Pastor Robert and Rosemary's work ministry and mission by visiting riveroflifegrmi.org. That's riveroflifegrmi.org. You will be blessed, inspired, and given hope that you did. Pastor Robert, thank you for sharing just a little yeah. of your incredible story of overcoming to become all God intended and still going strong at 80 years young a thriving church and god-blessed marriage of 45 years your story gives every hope takes away every excuse and points us all to father god whom you give all the glory through your life your walk 
your words, your music, and yes, your trumpet too. We thank you. We honor you. God bless you. And now, ladies and gentlemen, I give you Pastor Robert Barnes singing his rendition of the iconic Through It All. I've had many tears and sorrows Had some questions about tomorrow Time when I didn't know right from wrong But in every situation God gave me blessed consolation Told me that this child to make me strong Thank God for the mountain And I thank Him for the valleys I thank Him for the things He brought me through For if I never had a problem How would I know that God could solve them? How would I know what faith in God could do? Trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God. This is true. Through it all, through it all, I've learned to depend upon His word. I've been to many places seen a lot of faces there have been times I felt so all alone listen but in my lonely hours yes those precious lonely hours Jesus let me know what he can do I've learned to trust in Jesus. Oh, I've learned to trust in God. I went through it all. Through it all. I learned to depend upon His Word. And you can do the same. You can go through it all. You can do it. Give up out there. You can I learn to trust in Jesus. I want you to I learn to trust in God. Oh, through it all, through it all, I've learned to depend upon His word. 
Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensen Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensenbard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensen Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.